1: Hi everyone, Saint here. This video is brought to you by a donation from the one, the only, Fat Cat. She's got a lot to say and I'll share it in a moment. Fat Cat, I understand you need to vent your frustration about life and share all of your experiences and get heard. I certainly appreciate the donation and it helps me keep doing this. But when I read your comments and then thought about how I was going to spin them into a content, I wanted to peel the skin off my face and wear it as a party hat. Either that or pull my face down like the picture of the black woman doing just that that I put in this video. Remember that many of the guys listening to this channel have gone their own way. And they don't want to be used as emotional tampons anymore. When you come here and suggest a topic and share your comments, it brings back flashbacks of the women that they had to endure for nothing more than a little bit of sex. And probably not very good sex either. So they come here because this is a male place, and when they hear you poo-poo it by dumping your emotional garbage onto them, they hate me for sharing it, but they also hate you even more for sending me your story in the first place. But your story is also a heart-wrenching one, and you do ask about how to help your son with towards the end. So in some guys out there, you might elicit both sympathy and hate. Men aren't women, however. We don't like to feel angry and happy at the same time. I'll read what you have to say in just a moment. But before I do, let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, The MGTOW Book Collection Part 2. Whether you're getting Camel Toe in Cambodia, banging babes and burkas in Turkey, or taking Polaroids of ladyboys in Thailand, Luca Vendetti has a series of books to make you live the dream. His new three-booklet series includes How to Live on $500 a Month in Cambodia, Turkey, and Vietnam, in addition to his classic How to Retire on 200 k in Southeast Asia. He also has the MGTOW book. Visit MGTOWbooks.com and use the promo code SANDMAN to get 10% off. Now available in four formats: PDF, Mobi for Kindle, EPUB, and text-to-speech MP3. Sponsor link is down below. Anyways, now back to Fat Cat is back, so don't have an estrogen-induced heart attack, Clown World Show. Here's what she has to say, and I quote: "Hello Sandman, I had plans to go on a trip. I was going to visit my uncle, but I can only visit his grave now. Last week I got a message that my uncle passed away. It was not surprising." He never drank or smoked, but his lifestyle still made sure he had lots of health problems. It was like that the last time I saw him. I went over to my cousins to see if they needed anything. Packing was interesting. It was a long flight. I gave them a hug and asked them what they needed. There is an issue that when you live with someone, they know your habits. I'm now on my third glass of alcohol this week. It normally takes me at least half a year to drink this much. So yes, it bothered me that my uncle passed. When I was a minor, I figured funerals and final resting places were for the living. I prefer none of it, but I'm not expecting anyone to respect those wishes. Raising kids is not easy, and I think that most parents would like to leave something to their kids when they're gone. My uncle is leaving his kids with a mess to sort out instead. I don't think people set out for these sorts of things to happen. In the first month,
0: save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.
1: On the dating, I stated how, despite being pro-choice, abortion is not something I can handle. There are a few forms of contraception that I am open to, however. He asked me if I was pregnant, and I told him that if it happens, he will be notified and I will proceed regardless of his opinion. The only opinion he can have is on contraception and sleeping with me. He best think about it, and I hung up. Over the years, we discussed what type of household and environment we'd like to raise kids in. We also talked about how it would fit in since a traditional household is not an option. I'm not the best option for raising kids, and I did wonder if I should actually have kids in the first place. While no one likes to talk about it, there's the added risk of me unexpectedly getting severely hurt or dropping dead. So I did actually wonder what would kill me in the end. The money from my accident settlement is a joke to me, but it is still mine. It was funny. I hold no value, but the resources attached to me do. When I'm no longer here, what will happen? My jewelry box is probably the first thing to go missing. I've seen it happen a lot when women pass away. This is why I have everything on file. It will be easy to prove things were stolen. It is the least I can do, and I can be spiteful from beyond the grave. Things that need legal documentation are easy to arrange. Everything will be automatically locked and sorted by law. So for the longest time, I was fine that if something were to happen to me, my dad would actually seed everything. He's the one that fought so hard for me during the legal battle. I've never done anything to obstruct this and will always inform him whenever I want to do something that will have legal consequences. If I die now, my father will see to it that my son gets everything. It is something a spouse should handle, but that is not how I arrange my affairs. My hubby would not fight my father on the matter, but I still made sure he can act on our son's behalf if need be. My dad is also in better health than my uncle was, But despite my risks, my dad might die before I do. If I were to inherit anything, that would mean even more resources being attached to me. To be honest, I find it terrifying. I would like to manage things in such a way that my son will have something when I'm gone. And things will be easy to access for him. Like my PayPal account and all the other places I scrolled away some cash in and such. I wonder how to best get things in order for my son. Maybe give him things while I'm still alive. He already has a bank account. There's another thing that I would like to put away in his name when he's about 18 years old. If he had been a girl, then it'd make more sense to give him a piece of jewelry as a present each year. Do you have any advice? Well, Fist Fat Cat, thanks for the donation as well as the topic. Firstly, keep your jewelry in a safety deposit box. I remember one old woman when she passed away and the people in the bank back in the early 90s somehow robbed her safety deposit box. This is in the days before cameras. But today you'd be safe to keep it there. That way only the executor of your will could get to your precious jewelry. Sounds to me like you don't trust your own spouse to sort out your financial affairs and would rather get your father to do it instead. But in reality, your father is probably going to die before you do as you mentioned. So who will you rely upon in that case? Your brother or another male relative, perhaps? Far too often we see men putting their wives' names on everything, believing that the relationship will last forever. Then they're blindsided when it doesn't, and they are wrecked financially. Women such as yourself seem to be a lot more careful with their coins. Besides the safety deposit box, I would not tell your son how much you plan to give him one day. The greatest risk of him knowing that there's that much money coming to him one day is that he gets lazy and stops working and striving in life. If I ever had children, I'd make them think I was poor so that they would focus on making their own money. Don't they say that the first generation creates the wealth, the second one creates a little bit more and the third one squanders it all? Because, of course, they don't understand what it's like to be poor, so they become irresponsible with their cash. I'll give you a little bit more advice towards the end, but I have to mention that many people might see your comments as a thinly-veiled attempt to make the men listening to you here see you as trying to show men that you're a woman that cares about the men in your life, including your uncle and son. Those, of course, are your blood relatives, and I wonder if you'd show the same amount of attention and care while talking about hubby's life in the future. That's the relationship that a lot of guys are dealing with when it comes to wives and girlfriends. They listen to this channel and most of them won't be fooled into thinking that a woman will treat them better than she will her own father. I rarely hear guys complaining about their aunts and mothers and sisters, but they complain about their partners all the time instead. When you brought up abortion in the first month of dating, you didn't even mention who it was with. From what I could guesstimate, I think that was your husband. Also saying that you're a pro-choice about abortion, but it's not something you can handle... There's that female duality again. The ability to hold two opposing ideas to be self-evident and true at the same time. You're also painting yourself as being very traditional because you care about your extended family, your son, and even your unborn children. You probably go to the park and feed the pigeons too. Probably rescue cats from trees and search for lost dogs, not for the reward money, but because you're Superwoman, of course. You say that living in a traditional household is not an option, but that's what it sounds like that you have in your coaching sessions even though you do have some health issues that prevent you from spending as much time with your son as you'd like to. As for thinking about the assets that your uncle was supposed to pass on to his children, that seems to be the most important thing to think about for you. If the settlement money you got was a joke and you actually want to get it to your son sooner, remember that Canada has more euthanasia-friendly laws than the Netherlands now. A leading cause of death in Canada is now euthanasia. With 31,644 people choosing that option up from only a 1,000 people in 2016. It's probably going to be 50,000 plus in 2022, and 60 or 70,000 as they expand the criteria in 2023 to mental illness. It's really proving to be the boomer remover that COVID never was. My advice is to try not to appear to be too much of a saint in your messages to me, and also try not to worry about your health and death too much, and what people will think about you when you're gone." Worry more about the here and now and what people have to say about you while you're still around. Also, why wouldn't you trust your hubby? You'd mention that your son tends to spend more time with them and they bond together a lot. If your hubby manages your money, would you actually be worried that he's going to spend it into oblivion instead of saving it and passing it down to your son? Forget about it. From what you've described about him and his behavior, looking after your son more than you do, does it really make any sense to not give him financial authority in the case of your untimely death. Plus, I think you're being a tad melodramatic, making me and everyone else think that your life is on the verge of collapse and end, and that you'll be gone soon. Then again, maybe you're just dealing with your own mortality. Being someone that's been in pain for a long time now, you understand that pain is worse than death in many cases. I just think there's some deeper subconscious issues you're not bringing up here. Anyways, that's it for today. Thanks again to Fat Cat for the donation and topic. Don't forget to smash the like button the way that hopefully The Undertaker won't smash and blow his gasket in your still warm body before putting you in a casket. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on Bitchu Twitter and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds Odyssey, MGTEDA TV, and Rumble to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized, and if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the same man for $45, U.S. and it won't rush you out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills, and remember, a red pill a day keeps the haters that want to throw a fat cat off a moving train away. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.